Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, my dear friends and colleagues from the insurance industry. My name is Ariel Rivera, and I am your host of Fun Insurance Solutions. Today we have an awesome episode. I'm actually super excited and pumped because this episode is actually an interview that was done to me by Claire DiNicola for an article on the Property and Casualty 360 magazine. Now, those of you who don't know who Claire is, she's a big-time consultant. She's the owner of The Ten Company, which is a highly strategic, service-oriented, and woman-owned, of course, business dedicated to helping C-level executives transform their businesses using marketing, sales, and communication. She works with Fortune 500 companies. I mean, you can imagine how excited I was uh, being interviewed by her. Also, I want to add, Claire was the past president and CEO for Ivan's. So anybody in the insurance industry that has ever worked or know anything related to policy downloads and how carriers connect to our agency management system, well, almost all of it is done by Ivan. So she has plenty of, of experience in the insurance industry. She is a great person. She's a great colleague and a good friend. So I hope you all enjoyed this great episode from the interview that Claire DiNicola and I did recently. So we're all intrigued by this fun insurance name. So we want to know more about it. Like two, I have two questions in this and I kind of sent it to you. Sort of insurance is not fun. Like <laughs> don't think of it as being fun. So so sort of how did you come up with that? What is that? But also how do you combine something that's inherently not sexy or fun or entertaining and make it so? Yes, that's a great question. Fun insurance solutions, by the way, there's one more word to it. Okay. Um, the, the whole, the way the concept started is I did kind of like I closed my eyes, look myself from the inside out, how I was built in, in the industry, how I grew from a 22 year old kid all the way, you know, to a 40 year old, 18 year veteran. Let's just put it that way, quote unquote, on the industry. And I said, you know what? It is very hard. It's a very complicated uh, industry. It's very misunderstood most of the time. Mm -hmm. However, as a professional, as an insurance professional, I have had so much fun in the industry and with everything, you know, with clients, with conferences, with, you know, our involvement in PIA and everything we have done throughout the years. And I said, why do we keep saying or, or, or you know, labeling the insurance industry as, as boring or horrible which, like you said, is not making it sexy to bring in people. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I was blessed enough to have wholesalers, to have carriers. By the time I was 30 years old, I went to Europe three times. I went to Vegas four times. And I won those trips. And, and, and I built so many good relationships. So as we're sitting one day, this all everything started at the, the end of 2019. Um, and I just started thinking about, you know what? I should do something because I love insurance. I'm very passionate about it. Insurance, it's super fun. Is it complicated? Of course it is, 100% complicated. Do we still have to put fires each and every day? Of course we do. We got to talk to a client. We got to talk to an adjuster. You know, there, there's so many things that go around as insurance professionals that make us whole, right? So the reason I started insurance, of course, was by luck, but that's a whole different story. But... I learned one of the most things, and, and, and even if I go back to my kindergarten days, one of my favorite things ever was to help people. 
So I did sports. I was a good athlete. I mean, I was always involved in different things. I had good grades because my mom was strict as hell. <laughs> so I put it all together and I said, I want to bring insurance solutions to insurance professionals, right? Where I want them to remember that insurance is actually fun. It doesn't have to be only for producers. It doesn't have to be only for agency owners or principals. This is for every insurance professional. When you work in the insurance industry, you're here to help people. We love what we do. And, and, and it is super easy to know if somebody loves the insurance industry, ask them how long they have been here. Mm-hmm. If they said, I've been here two years, eh, maybe they can go both ways. If mm-hmm. they have been here longer than five or 10 years, they love what they do. Mm-hmm. So we usually, most of our day-to-day get stuck on you know, the phone and, and the putting out fires, as we right. call it, the phone and the emails and the 200 emails we get a day and then the meetings. And, and, and it's hard. It's very complicated. Yeah. But when we think about everything we have accomplished, everything we give back to our clients, everything we give back to our community, the people we serve, how good they feel about themselves. It is fun. It is actually super fun. So it's, it's kind of like, the way I thought it was like, do we look at the glass half empty or half full? Right. And, you know, I came out I came out with that name and I sat down with my wife, who just so you know, is probably the smartest person in the room <laughs> <laughs> between her and I. And, you know, and I said, I want to do something fun. And we yeah. researched, we did many things. I'm super big on, you know, marketing and branding and researching how is it going to stick. And even when you look at the logo itself, you know, I sat down with, you know, this amazing brand architect and he said, this is so good. I'm going to make your logo a maze. So when you look at my logo, it's actually a maze because insurance is what? It's a maze. Yeah. So, you know, it was a very well thought idea and, and the purpose and, the, you know, we want to serve insurance professional. Yeah. Remember, help them remember insurance is fun. Yeah. We help people and, and kind of like our why and our purpose. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So Ariel, so I see it pop up on my LinkedIn and it's in, is it in Spanish? Sometimes the recordings? Yeah. So most of the, most of the recordings for the podcast, it's in Spanish um, because the target, there's so many insurance podcasts and great ones out there. An amazing one. Actually, two of them, actually, they mentor me throughout the whole process. So Mm -hmm. it all comes back to how much fun I had establishing my my podcast, reaching out to podcasts mentors who already knew like Bradley Flowers or Heath Sharon how to do it. And I said, this is what I want to do. And they gave me their time for free, mentored me and said, this is what you should do. This is what we do. And it has worked. You do it your own way. So that's when I said, we're missing one thing in Puerto Rico and we're missing another big thing all across the country, which is there's not, there was not an insurance podcast dedicated for Hispanics or Latinos. And that's what I said. This is going to be all about Hispanic Latinos and the people in Puerto Rico and the United States Virgin Island. And that's why most of our episodes are in Spanish. However, we do a lot of them in English um, as well. And, and we, we bring people from different industries as well. So it's not about just the insurance, you know, wording. And it's more about it has nothing to do about me. It's all about sharing your story. Yeah. So I want the world to know who Claire DiNicola is, how she became an, an amazing consultant she is today, how she serves the insurance industry. And then people learn, they feel identified with you in some capacity. Yeah. And that's where it makes it fun. 
Yeah. So you're really telling people stories on that, on that podcast. Yes. Stories, sharing ideas, sharing knowledge. I want to bring as much value as I can. And I tell everyone, this is not about me. It's not my voice. I'm the host. And I can, you know, I can always input ideas and, you know, my expertise, my counsel, my knowledge, but it's all about the people I bring in as guests. Tell me who you are. And then, you know, what made you the amazing professional you are today, Claire? And it doesn't have to be insurance related. I brought psychologists. I brought Amy Blaschka, who's a social media ghostwriter. She writes for Forbes magazine. She's huge and she's lovely. I brought um, a brand architect, a marketing guy. I brought a reinsurance guy. I mean, and this year, 2022, we're bringing a whole new different thing. So it should be fun. That's very cool. So, but the fun insurance solutions is bigger than the podcast, if I'm understanding you correctly, right? It's a whole brand related to marketing. And what do I, well, it's marketing for you, but it's um, sort of attaching fun and entertainment to your memories of insurance. So it's sort of busting up that idea of insurance is boring and slow. Yes. And one of the things that the reason I made it more about podcasting was when I look at myself on the inside, I teach insurance, you know, for the National Alliance, for the AIM Society. And I've been doing that for 12 years now. And most of the time when I teach, especially if it's in person, of course, due to COVID, mostly it's all Zoom now or go to webinar. But when you teach in person and you have a room of 60, 80, 100, 200 people on mm-hmm. the breaks, on the lunch, and when the seminar is done, people mm-hmm. come to you. They ask questions, questions about guidance, sometimes even questions about coverage. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, you know, when I looked myself on the inside and I went back to my past and I said, let me put up together most of the questions I get from people. And we started writing it now. And it was mostly about soft skills. What are you yeah. doing with this program? Who do you use for CRM? So it wasn't even necessarily insurance related questions. Mm-hmm. And that's where I said, we have to make this more about being advisors we're doing, we do boot camps, we do workshops. Um, last year, we did three, four of them. This year, we're going to do another two to four of them. Where I Different topics. It could be a social media topic. This is what I do. This mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. And I want to teach you how to do it. Mm-hmm. You do what's best, what works best for you. But yeah. this is what I recommend from my years of experience on this subject or on this topic. So yeah. I turn it around to not just being podcasting and then just creating a whole company um, where we want to do, you know, at the end of the day, we want to build it all the way to marketing, advisor, and consulting, and just keep building from there. And you at the end, being even more. Is oh, yeah. I think okay. we're just getting started. Uh, mm-hmm. We have had, I mean, our, we had amazing, an amazing 2021. It was our first full year. And we had an outreach of over 60,000 people between yeah. all our platforms and, and social media and everything. So I never expected that, to be honest with you. So I had no idea this was going to happen and it was going to blow up that way. So I was very humble about it. And I said, we're just getting started. I want to scale it to a point where number one, our number one goal is to help insurance professional that has, that can never change. So whether I end up being the host or I bring you in, Claire, Claire, I want to do a special episode. Do you mind being the host? It's all about helping the insurance professionals. Yeah. So it's just for fun. and, And it's all about helping others grow. And and we do have our sponsors now and things like that, but it's Mm -hmm. all about, you know, helping others keep it completely separate about this is not insurance. We're not, I'm not going to sell you a policy. Uh, I'm not going to help you with 
you know, uh, how to build a policy for your client. I'm going to give you tips, ideas, and guidance, yeah. um, but it's completely separate. This is full yeah. marketing. Yeah. Um, so let's talk though a little bit about your agency too, if you don't mind, which is no, not at all. I said, so do you use, I mean, you are a happy person. You are a glass half full person. So do you <laughs> use humor and entertainment or have you in working with your clients, your insurance clients, even though, again, it's a tough subject? Yeah, it's a tough subject. It's complicated. It's uh, most of the time it's misunderstood. Um, right. But to answer your question, yes, I do. So I mix a little bit of, you know, humor and content. And the reason being, as you just said, I'm, my nephew calls me the happiest person in the world. And and doesn't mean I, I do get pissed. I get sad. I get frustrated. I mean, we just lost an account that I was not expecting and it happened and you get frustrated. I get it. It happens. But with our customers, I let them know we're here for you. Number one. Number two, we want to help protect your hard earned assets. That's kind of like one of our main taglines. And we want to help you feel safe. So some people say, say in peace of mind, it doesn't work or not. But when you look at the traditional captive, you know, spending all this money on the Super Bowl commercials and things like that, their commercial, most of them are funny. They use right. humor and they have wonderful commercials. They have wonderful. I mean, I don't want to knock them down or anything, but at the end of the day, it's a little bit more than that. So what I do is I mix a little bit of humor with a mm-hmm. little bit of information, a little bit of education. I mm-hmm. share from the communities we serve different things. Um, but yeah, I use humor depending on whatever's going on. So for example, during Christmas, I did two cool things for humor. One of them, I got a GIF uh, from the Home Alone movie. And then uh-huh. I posted it everywhere on social media. You know, and, and I'm not even talking about insurance. I'm just, you know, pushing my brand, pushing my content and letting people yeah. know this is not going to be a call about, hey, my premium is this and I want to reduce my auto insurance by this. It's like, yeah. This is not going to be about that. This is about you learning what's best for you and your family, whether you want to buy the insurance or not, it's okay, but get to know us. This is who we are, what we stand. The other one is I did a Santa Claus and a mama Santa Claus, however you want to call it. <laughs> and I cropped and I put my face in Santa Claus and I put my wife's face because she works the agency as well on the other one. And I put it in an email uh, signature. Yeah. So everybody who got the email will Not see that. your picture and, and our clients were just replying, oh, they my God, is that? they just <laughs> loved it because yeah. I put a picture on the onboarding process. Whenever somebody gets new to the agency, I yeah. send them a picture of my family saying, you know, our family taking care of yours. So people recognize and especially right. the communities we serve. I always tell everyone, if you see me at the grocery store, if you see me at Costco, stop me, say yeah. hi, just greet me. You know, it's a, not necessarily we don't have to talk about insurance, just say hi, because we talk over the phone many times, many years. We probably establish a good friendship, you know, kind of like where we talk about how's your family doing and things like that. But we doesn't necessarily have we haven't necessarily met each other. So I mix it a little bit. I love having a little bit of humor. Um, whenever the school is finishing up, I try to bring, you know, when, when I feel for our referral partners, there's a lot of young women who are realtors and things like that. My wife and I are huge fans of Friends, the the, the comedy series. Right. Yeah. So I use a lot of GIF for from friends right. and uh, and yeah. they just love it. And that yeah. it just reminds them that we're here for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's very smart. So th- this is really my last question and you've sort of answered some of it, but I'd love to get quotes from you, which is so using all that humor and I love your I, I, um, explanation that 
it's not all fun and games. It's a little fun and games, a little education, you know, and caring. And it's this whole recipe. But do you feel it helps you connect with your customers? Does it like differentiate you? Does it enable a better relationship? I believe that's one of the main reasons when, you know, when you buy insurance from somebody, it's usually an emotional purchase um, because either you need it or you feel that's the right person for you. So I try to establish the relationship and build that connection with that information. So Mm -hmm. does everybody go to our Facebook, Facebook page and they like it? No, not everybody does it. Do we ask them to do it? Of course we do. And we explain to them and we let them know Social media for us is for informational purposes. This is where we communicate most of the most some of, some of the most important things for our clients, and mm-hmm. we build and we establish a connection. We mm-hmm. take pictures of ourselves. If my daughter is in a soccer league and she's playing, and I know that soccer league is for a community, so I take pictures of the soccer game, mm-hmm. and then we post it to let them know we're here too. So establishing the relationship it's so important, and and. You have to have that social media strategy where you combine, you know, information, education and humor by, you know, to grow because there's no iron team. You're not going to grow just by yourself. Uh, At the end of the day, you are who, you know, the people who surround you. Yeah. And if you surround yourself, you work your communities, you give back as much as you get or even more. You will always establish a good relationship with them. Yeah, I think your use of the GIFs is very interesting because it doesn't particularly take you probably too long to find them. And then you send them out and they have that impact. And it's kind of a sort of a low bar way. People can just have some fun, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And enjoy it. So we did. uh, I did a Friends one for the Happy New Year where on one of the episodes of Friends, Ross comes and and I send that one on my email signature (laughs) to every every loan officer we work with. Does it take me one more minute to do a couple of clicks? Of course it does. Yeah. But but I'm getting in return what I'm putting in. So yeah. I'm going the extra mile and let them know, listen, happy new year. And then you put the GIF. Yeah. So will that work with everyone? Not necessarily, but yeah. as, as a principle or, or, or as a way of doing business, it's going to work because it's, it's use out there, especially, you know, a lot of the younger generations, they love using chips exactly. for everything. Right. Our culture from the Hispanic and Latino standpoints, we use the emojis for everything. Uh, I can send you probably 10 messages back and forth and it's all emojis. That's so funny. because we like to show our feelings. Yeah. So that's the, the, the psychology behind it is not, oh, they don't know how to write. No, it has nothing to do with we like to show our feelings and our emotions because yeah. yeah. that's how we are. <laughs> Yeah. Have you made a TikTok yet, Ariel? No. Oh my God. I, I wish that's a wonderful curveball you threw at me. I, I I just I don't have the time. I swear. It's, uh, I but really wanted it like it. Your daughter needs to be about 20 years old, then you'll make some TikToks. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know we're sports to me are number one. So we take her, you know, taekwondo, soccer, basketball, volleyball, wherever we can, golf and but yeah, I swear I don't have the time. It's, uh, it's so, so hard. And, and <laughs> believe it or not, this is Swing just, a, I know it's a funny <laughs> fact about me um, and it doesn't have to be for the magazine. I can teach or speak at a conference with 1200 people and I can be on stage and I would not be nervous. I mean, of course, at first, when you start, you get a little bit nervous yeah. because you care. So that's good. So I get excited and pumped up and I have no problems whatsoever. Speaking at a conference, speaking in front of a podium, I can do it for hours. I don't care. For some reason, if I want to record myself, 
saying something on a video, it is horrible, Claire. You have to be ready, huh? Oh my God, it is horrible. Or if you give me a script, like when you listen to my podcast, oh my every yeah. there's no script. Every intro, uh, every there is a guide. Of course, we use yeah. a guide because we want to stay. You know, um, we want to keep consistency. But yeah. there's no script. There cannot. If I start reading something or recording myself, it's like uh, 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 it's <laughs> you're you're an ad libber. That's all. That's all that says. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, this is great. This is really exactly. You gave me so many excellent stories and real good examples I can use in the article. I really appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. It was so Thank good you, to Claire. catch up with you, Ariel.